It's another session with the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. Starring Bruce, John, Trav, Pixie. So sit back and groove with us cats as we spin another session of the Tri-Tech Games Podcast. Last time on Fringeworthy in the World of Minecraft, we were talking about the benefits of learning villageries. I would never assume it's untranslatable. So, so we always ask this question. So, what what's in it for for you for Unita? What's in it for you know the the worlds? So why is Minecraft a good place for contact and dealing with these strange people who talk you know like they're clearing their throats? As I said, it's you get builders out of that. You get people who can go and build things. And if they do have ability to create devices that allow Minecraft to be loaded where they're building, they can build till the cows come home and build buildings and structures. And here, here's the kicker about that. Mm-hmm. The Demixie, from what I remember, the Demixie were the big boys on the block as far as heavy construction techniques. Yeah. No, you... You come and bring a Minecraftian building team in. They might not do very big constructions, but it'll be up quick. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You need you need you need uh, some place where refugees live. We can build you a bunch of wooden houses and uh, well, what, what do you say? What do you say, Fred? Yeah, that that fast, you know, and you have you have a no. It's it's, it's that fast. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and you have and you have a refugee village built and houses for everybody with beds, you know. And after eighteen hours, they turn to proper buildings with doors and proper uh, beds with wool carpets that last forever. <sighs> Yeah, it's uh, wool carpets that are the longest lived carpet. And these guys make it, you know, just make it, you know, oh, yeah, we don't do rayon. We use wool. Yep, they they, <laughs> they don't. They just, they'll just shear a bunch of sheep. And I, I would think also with the fact that you can collect gold and diamond and all that, that would come in really handy. It may, you may not be able to bring it back to any of the I, the, the common, the new Commonwealth member worlds. But you still having all those riches to other worlds you might visit. Oh, okay, yeah. we need to pay off. We need to pay off this guy big time. Well, we got this hunk of gold right here. That will come in handy for being out on the fringe paths. Yeah, yeah. I always figured that they just stockpiled the stuff until they needed it for something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, you, every team I've ever sent out has always had like you know a couple, at least a you know. 10 or 15 pounds of gold, you know, in a locker somewhere, usually in either rings or, or, yeah. you know, 
nuggets or something like that that they could bring out and use. Considering that a a, a, a ingot of iron, copper, whatever, is one-third of a meter in size, you just need one. And you got all the gold you need for any to bribe anyone and most worlds. You just need one ingot. That will, will provide you enough as, as long as you can cut it down and melt it down to something smaller. Yeah, I say that an ingot isn't very useful. You you really need it in in more you know more por- portionable sizes. That's why I said you know that, that that's why David Bowie and the man who fell to Earth he had a big bag full of wedding rings. Every time he needed money, he'd just go down to a pawn shop and sell. Uh, I guess I better sell this. I really need the money now sell his ring for a couple hundred bucks and he had a couple hundred bucks in his pocket for him it was nothing the world he came from that was like you know iron yeah and 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 you only need like a couple ingots and once you give them 18 hours and let them turn into real into real gold and then you can melt them down and turn them into small smaller usable bits you that you need and so yeah it does mean your your properly supplied idet team has at least one place they have a forge so they can do stuff like that, you know, or just a good butane torch and a, and a nice iron pot. That works, too. <laughs> you know, all it really takes is a, is a good chisel, John. Yeah, that's true. But, just yeah. break them into bits. Yeah. Actually, just pound them flat if you got time. Pounding it flat and cutting it with shears. Gold is that malleable. You could pound it flat enough you can cut with shears. So Right, but then you'd have to do that. Meanwhile, as say you have this big block and you just take it. You just take a, a chisel and a hammer and bing, 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 and you're just breaking chunks off, and that's fine. You know, it's it's silver's the one that's that's a lot harder to work with because it's actually hard. Yes, and yeah, and I, I wouldn't suggest if you're going to get a cubic a cubic meter of gold, you, you put it down, you're never moving it again. That thing will sink into the ground when it turns into real gold. Uh, it's that heavy. And, you know, you put on soft dirt, it'll sink into about an inch into the ground when it turns into real gold. So, yeah, once you put it down, it's going to stay. You're not moving it. So, yeah, you're going to be sitting there with a chisel on that sucker, taking gold off. Uh, so, yeah, I would suggest something a little bit more portable, you know, one-third of a meter-sized blocks. Instead, they're a bit more portable. They only weigh about, uh, I think, 500 pounds. So you can use a, you can use a small little j- uh, floor jack to move them around with. Uh <laughs> Oh yeah, it's it's, it's it's people have worked. You know, ask how much is a block of gold worth? Well, a block of gold's worth about a billion dollars. Yeah, on on the uh, the American market. Yes, well, on the gold market per se, you know. But yeah, that's still it's and it weighs uh, about a million pounds too. Yeah, it's it's incredibly massive. Yeah, heaven help you if you if you forget how long you've been staying someplace and you got a pocket full you got a pocket you got a stack of stuff in your pocket and you forgot about it oh even worse than that <laughs> you know let's say you have it in the Moscovy and all six wheels break off at the axles as it also explodes too cuz a 60 a stack of 64 gold blocks turns into 64 gold blocks when we well, let's hope that, that yeah, let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that it, would be ugly. Yeah, that, no, it will happen occasionally because someone will forget. Did you empty every chest? I think I did. Kaboom! No, I didn't. Uh, you know, as you're looking at the remains of the Muscovy and all those stone blocks, you forgot. You know, uh, and it didn't have to be a full stack. Just like you know, just a stack of four is enough to do damage because they're all one meter in size. 
and now they're occupying uh, four meters of space, you know, in a, in a stack. Boom, they go right through the rift of Vescovi. Uh, uh, but yeah, it's, yeah, even just, have it, I just got two blocks of gold in Vescovi. Yeah, you just, yeah, get them out before we leave. Why? Uh, if you leave them in Vescovi, this Vescovi is not going anywhere afterwards. Okay, don't <laughs> be at the death, John. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. No, no, I can, the horse is still twitching. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's they can provide materials. Now, if they have access to a lot of things, yeah, silver. Um, it, it, ores occur more readily in most Minecraft worlds. They have a higher level of occurrence. Uh, so yeah, if, if there's rare ores, if you're looking for rare ores, osmium, you know, platinum, whatever, they, they occur more readily than they do on on earth but not that readily um on on world so you know so maybe every, for every thousand blocks you process uh you'll find one block of palladium one block of platinum two blocks of osmium a couple blocks of cobalt though the better source of cobalt would be from the nether uh, they oh okay they have all that stuff because I, I didn't think they had oh all no, that that, that would be the mod that would be one of the modded versions but oh okay but because yeah you know, see that's the thing is that, you know when I look at the, at the vanilla worlds okay there really aren't that many elements no you know I mean and uh, materials so yeah like you said John you they could provide a lot of that very quickly just basically take it out and just throw it out onto a onto a uh, onto some kind of a carrier, someone drives it, you know, down the roadways, and bam, it turns into something else, and then keeps on going. So yeah, you could you could provide a lot of materials instead of the same problem you've always had on the French Pass as far as providing stuff back to Earth Prime, which is that uh, you know it's a twenty five foot wide portal, and <laughs> it's just just never going to get it, enough stuff to save the world through the portal onto Earth Prime. That's I agree with that. Yes, because yeah. So yes, I have a, a the back of a, of a deuce and a half with, and considering how big those chests are, with eight chests, each one full of bread, you know, a stack of bread, you know, full of sixty four stacks of sixty four stacks of, of bread. That's a lot of bread, but you know, that's not that much bread when you when you actually work out how much how many people that can actually feed. You know, so yes, you 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 can pack more stuff into a smaller space, but it doesn't get you anything. Yeah. Now, of course, if you could do that thing you were talking about where you can put a backpack inside of a backpack inside of a backpack, and let's make it bigger, make it a chest or a, a shipping crate inside of a shipping crate inside of a shipping crate, you bring this one shipping crate back through, to, uh, through let's say, uh, the portal um, at, at Easter Island, and you just put it in the middle of the plate, 18 hours later, it explodes and covers half the island. Then you start bringing in the derricks and they're like bringing it off onto, you know, onto, on the bigger shipping containers or whatever like that. Oh, it's, then it's, you actually might have something that could actually make a difference. Actually, better than that, if you have six, if you, if you can get there in time, so you have time, you open up the container and start pulling them out and pulling them down, pulling them out and pulling them down. You can do it fast. No, I'm saying, if you can, if you can unload, yeah. otherwise I just sort of figured they just explode out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah. If you can unload, if you can unload, unload. It'd be much better. You can stack them and sort them that way. If you can't, and, well, and, just stand back. <laughs> yeah. So that's it. Really, would require some kind of a magical kind of thing there, where you can basically compress, you know, what you're trying to transport into something that can, you know. So it, it, the end result is you with something much, much bigger than what it appears you've just brought through. Yeah. So yeah, that's yeah. that would be. Uh, 
that would be something. Um, uh, I don't know if there's many worlds out there where you can do that, but uh, it's certainly that that actually might provide a real solution to some problems. Usually, as we've talked about before, you know what they really need, what they bring back to Earth Prime is technology because technology is 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 bits and bytes. It doesn't mean yeah, it, it has no size, or it's something that's very very rare, you know, like uh, chromium. You know, or iridium, mm-hmm. uh, uh, palladium, palladium. Any of those really hard to find elements, you find somewhere in great quantities. You can bring it back to Earth, and it can make a big difference to research and manufacturing. You know, those kinds of shortages. But but it doesn't like you know keep the uh, uh, the, the the fires of industry going. You can't generate steam, you know, uh, electricity off of it. So yeah. That's 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 the real problems that people are running into. It doesn't feed people's bellies. Yeah, <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. If you if you could do a load in the world order, you could start get a farm going and hit with enough bone meal to actually have it. You know, all the crops ready to harvest, and then just wait eighteen hours, and bang, you can now harvest those crops. Uh, that's you know that is one thing you can do if you get bone meal, which you get from bones, which you get from skeletons. So you have to kill skeletons to get bones. Uh, but you can use bone meal to instantly grow crops in the Minecraft world. So if you have a loader, a world loader in place, big enough, you can build a farm, plant your crops, and then grow them to fruition with with um, with bone meal. Harvest them, grow them again. Harvest them, grow them again until you run out of bone meal. Then you have lots of wheat that you can then hand out. You just need bone meal. Well, one solution to that is, oh, you need bone meal. We can give you bone meal. Just leave it in the leave it in the in the World Anchor area for 18 hours. Then it turns into Minecraft bone meal. And now you can use it. Boom, boom, boom. So it's one of those systems where you could literally feed the world. Uh, I, 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 you'd, have to, you'd have to make a better case for it, John, but I'm, 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 I'm willing to let you try. <laughs> I just, I, because to me, it still all comes down to you got to make it, you know, you got to, Got to make a large quantity of it, and it has to fit, and it has to get back to Earth Prime before it actually is a benefit to Earth Prime. Yeah, and so you, you yeah. you'd have to have some sort of automation, and there's you know many ways to automate farms, both in vanilla and with mods, that, so that, you know to, to create automated farms that self harvest themselves. So, but that's neither here nor there. That's you know. Um, uh, I was thinking the one thing we were talking about, you know, the pure el- the getting these various elements. The one thing is, once they're, you want to smelt them in Minecraft before you bring them back to where you need them. Because they'll be 100% pure. Not 99.99. It's 100% pure palladium. 100% pure iridium. 100% pure iron. 100% pure gold. There's no impurities. Let's, make, let's, let's hope it's not 100% pure uranium-237. Uh, there's a mod for that. But anyway, uh, there are... <laughs> There is. You can build. You can build nuclear reactors. You can stand next to and feed in raw and feed in the fuel. The fuel into it with by hand, and you're perfectly safe because re- there's no radiation. <laughs> but I wouldn't build them on. Earth, I wouldn't build them on Earth Prime because once they turn into a real reactor, they melt down. Because <laughs> they're yeah, uns- they melt down in a in a radi- Actually, I don't think they would melt down. I think they would probably explode. Yeah, because you're using they explode. Yeah, they would probably explode because you're using stuff. And you know, and John, you know what sucks? And you shot yourself in the foot with this years ago. Yeah. Remember when we 
when we were talking about, oh, when you take something through a fringe portal, it converts it to the nearest non-radioactive isotope. And you instantly came up with, ah, you cannot take uranium through a fringe portal so you can make depleted uranium rounds. That's right, because it turns into it turns into the nearest non-fissionable material. Right. But now because of this, no, the, it turns thing, into the most stable form. Yeah, which is non-fissionable. That's true, but the point is, it's the most stable form. I'm just saying, you did, with all this, you just kind of shot yourself in the foot. It's like, oh, we have this uranium, and we can't use this to make depleted, depleted uranium rounds either. Damn it! No, you're right, because it would just turn into probably iron. Right, I put it all. Letter iron unless you, unless you brought it through in a 13th pocket. There you go. Yeah, that'd be it. Oh. Yeah, it's not I'm there. I'm going to run now. <laughs> or you lo- you you make your you you load up you you and your friends each get yourself an end go to the ender chest and you fill it full of you fill it full of uh, blocks of of the stuff close it you have an ender chest on the, on the other end open it up and you pull it out completely bypasses the system because <laughs> technically an ender chest is an ender chest is, there's only one ender chest you can make multiple copies of it and take them out other other places and they're all connected to each other. Because it's the same chest. Ooh. Anyway. Yeah, it's sort of defeats purpose. You, you, you know, there's no reason to make more than two ender chests in the game. Because if, you know, other than, oh, it's more convenient for me to go someplace else and open up this stuff and take it out. I would, is, personally with me, I'm, because I have a tendency to, well, run just about everywhere. I'll get to a point where I'm like, Okay, I'm a decent distance away from main base. I'll make a little watchtower here. <laughs> yeah. And maybe stick some, maybe maybe stick a chest in it with some stuff in case I have to go hide from zone base. Yeah, that's true. I do that too. I, I'll. It's called nerd pulling. You take a, you take some dirt and you start jump up in the air and throw it down the ground and nope. place it. Nope, not nerd pull. You don't or, like nerd. Uh, I I I like. My uh, stone brick towers. That's yeah, that's even better. But if I'm out, you know, if I'm out, I'll, with ladders between them. Yeah. Though when I'm out and about, I'll do a quick nerd pull, build a little platform on top, and then take out my my sleeping bag and pull it down and sleep the night away. Right. <laughs> or a bed if you if you don't got a sleeping bag. including in different dimensions. Yeah, you can't sleep in the nether. It's impossible. In fact, no, you can't. Beds explode. Yeah, beds explode in the nether. And I never tried it in the end, so I don't know what happens to me. It explodes there, too. All right, so you can only sleep in, on, on the uh, on the overworld. You can sleep in a bed on the overworld. Yeah. That's not saying you couldn't sleep, especially if this is an actual world. Just just try not to use a bed because it will go, it'll go poof. That's technical term now. Poof. So... so so Josie, so Josie, here's a question, and I don't know how, what we decided on it. Um, so, excluding the villagers, because it seemed always only to work for the players, because the villagers, well, the villagers run into their into their, into their uh, huts and hide. We we build our camp. We have our we have our beds laid out. We go to sleep. Does it go? Bloop, and it's morning. No, we actually decided to. Uh... We actually decided to make it a uh, regular sleep cycle. Regular sleep cycle. Regular. Yeah. 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 Regular world time cycle. Yeah. Oh, and temperatures don't bother 
the the Minecraftians. Uh, basically, you'd be walking through the Arctic plain in your shorts and sandals and not worry about but, the cold. What's really extra weird is different environments, the, the biomes, as they're called. Oh, yes. You can go from a desert to a tundra to Arctic to a jungle. And there may be, if if at all, there might be a river separating them. Maybe. Or maybe they just meld it, they just fade into each other, which I see yeah. more often. Uh, I do see that more often. I've gone from a, from the dark savanna into the desert, which is a semi-logical transition. Yeah. But uh, there, and if, and if you have, and I'm, please pardon me, but if you have certain mods, like the infamous Biomes of Plenty, you add in. Oh, an, I want that. I want that. You add in another, <laughs> you add in, I think, another 42 other biomes. I want that one. You get, I'm going to put this on my computer and, and, and mess with that thing you gave me. For those of you who are not, I recommend getting the Twitch app on your computer. It allows you to manage all this stuff. Makes it makes your life easier instead of trying to download everything by hand. You just use the Twitch app. I know. You don't want another app on your computer. No, 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 no. I, I'm, I'm a bit better. I didn't want to really talk about it earlier because I was dealing with mm. my guilt being under attack and as it turns out, the issue that was dealt with yesterday is was not the reason. It was just a personal, I want to do something with this, this guy wanted to do something and he sucks at it. It happens. But I, used, I, I, I showed somebody else for, his, for the first time I used a freaking teleport for a defensive purpose. Ah, uh, yeah. Oh, that's... Most people choose to use them to attack a nearby area. It's like, I'm like... I will move close to him and then send my troops to defend his city. <laughs> it works, sort of. Yeah, but that's we're tangenting. But that's something that, that's a good point to bring up. Uh, now, for those who are into know at Minecraft, th these worlds are hardcore, hardcore, hardcore mode. That is, you die, you're dead. Oh, hardcore mode! I hate hardcore mode. <laughs> I don't play in hardcore mode. Ever. I don't. Yeah, I don't either. Right, that's not going to be important in someone who's playing this in first really. No, yeah. they'll they'll choose. The GM will choose whether it's going to be hardcore or not. Yeah, or whether you will respawn at either the world spawn point or the last place you actually slept, and have to go find where you died. Oh, that which is be... going to be a really freaky thing to somebody <laughs> the first time it happens. Yeah, especially, oh. especially if you. No, no, I want to do it. Yeah, especially if you did if you put away your bed. You know, if we're talking can't you know, we're talking like you're putting up tents, you put down cots and sleep in that, and you got your wire fence around the base for protection because you learned the first night you need wire the wire fence kit up to protect yourself from the from the zombies and stuff. Uh, and you put away your bed, and then you get killed and you appear someplace near near the middle of the world and you're going, guys? Why am I? Why am I only wearing my uniform and nothing else? And your friends are looking at all your stuff that's floating there on the ground. Where you know it's like there's no body, just your stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, and you have no radio. You have no way to communicate to these people, and you are now realizing I'm in a place where I'm going to start punching trees right now and get some wood. <laughs> 
because you know I'm going to need stuff because I'm here na- not naked because you always have your you always have your clothes no matter what you have your clothes you're in your clothes that's it yeah yeah unless unless the benevolent GM has keep inventory turned on no so, no 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 so you're there Just... so you're there in your clothes <laughs> maybe you're. Maybe you're lucky. There's a gravestone instead of, instead of your stuff floating there. That means that you don't have to worry about getting back in time. Just gotta find your gravestone, wherever that is. Or one mod, there's your body. That was freaky the first time that happened to me. I got killed. Look, I came back and there was my body. Oh wow! <laughs> you know, and then you can loot your body. <laughs> yeah. Ah, like the days of EQ and Wow. I remember them well. Yeah, and then you have to take a shovel to your body. Otherwise, it stays there. Yeah. Uh, and no, you're lucky. You don't get anything out of it. You just get the, get the, get the good feeling of beating your body with a shovel until it disappears. Oh, <laughs> uh, all the wonderful things you can do in Minecraft. But yeah, yeah. So yeah, if, it's, if you have survival mode turned on, yeah, boom. Of course, the freaky place to go to would be the creative worlds. If you end up in Minecraft, it's a creative world. There's definitely someone in charge of that world. And they may say, yeah, you can build whatever you want in that 32 by 32 meter square over there. Whatever you want. Anything? Anything. But they may also also enforce, and you can't take it with you. That's usually the case on most creative worlds. You can't take it with you. You can build wherever you want. Make wherever you want. It stays right there. Which is kind of a, which is definitely nerfing the players. It means, oh, so I get to play Minecraft in a role-playing game inside. Yeah, I think I'll leave this world, uh, unless there's some way to get access to access to remove stuff. It's yeah, it's it's a bit of a cheat. You can fly though. It's wonderful to be able to fly around, and do things. But uh, yeah, that creative worlds are either a place where you can just build to your heart's content, but you can't take it with you. You know, I, I I always put that requirement on GMs because that, that that's just asking for players to go. What can I spawn in? Oh look, I have a tank. Boom, there it is. I build a tank. Ooh, I can build this. Boom, there it is. I need a nuclear. I need a nuclear bomb. Boom, there it is. You know, they can do they can do crap like that in a creative world. And you know what? I would say, yeah, you can do all you want. You just can't take it with you. You know, because it's it's uh, yeah. If you if you do want to include a network now, I will say if you do want to include a network of linked Minecraft worlds that you can use portals to travel between, uh, which is a thing on in 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 the game. I mean, you go to a server world and you you can then go choose a portal and end up in another different world. One of the rules in those is that you don't get to take it with you. So when I show up in that new world, I'm again as we said wearing my clothes and that's it. None of my items are with me, but if I go back, my items come back with will come back. Whatever I had in the previous location, I'll have those. I just won't have anything when I go to the new world, and I won't, anything I make there won't go with me back to the, uh, the other world. So th- there's that. Um, so in one in one way, in one way, it sort of prevents people from um, making horrendous things on a, on a, on a, on a cheaty world and then taking it someplace yeah. else. Yeah, I can see why they put that in play, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so you can't take it with you. But you're not going to lose anything when you go back to wherever you came from. You know, when you first entered this, this system, you get everything back. So all your guns and weapons and stuff come back. So, yeah. 
I don't know. I, I would say you, if you try to drive your vehicle through, it disappears. But it comes back when you go back. You come back inside your vehicle where you were sitting. So, yeah. Oh, disorientating and, and complicated now. Yeah. Uh, but people will want to bring their Muscovy with them. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you know, or they or whatever vehicles they're currently riding, you know, driving. <laughs> but yeah, but you know, the one speculation about these worlds is that if there is a if it is a multi-user world where you can travel to other Minecraft worlds which have different properties or whatever, one thought I had was, okay, if this is the case, where did it come from? And one thought was that Way back when, when they were started building the, when the Tamil were still finding other worlds and inviting people into their into their you know big pajama party, you know creating the new, creating the Commonwealth, there was a couple of Tamil, there were a few Tamil who just didn't like sharing, who, who really wanted something that unique for themselves, and they found this universe that was hackable. If you know what you're doing, you can hack this universe and make it do things like make worlds. And they go, ooh, we found a place where we we can just create and make things. And thus was the first Minecraft world. And it, sort of, and it grew from there. They invited more people and they realized, well, we all can't be on the same world. Let's make you a new world. Bang, there it is. And they made a new world in a different, in a different dimension. And you can travel through this gate and go there. And it's it's a thought. Now... As a GM, you may go, I don't like that. And I know Bruce doesn't like that. So I'm seeing it yep. as very I'm seeing it as very world of tears kind of thing where these people just made their own worlds and became gods there. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. I mean basically the they're the admins who basically run everything. Yeah. You know, and you piss off an admin, he will make you go away. But it does yes. solve the problem. You know, it, it would explain why there's only like a handful of Minecraft worlds attached to the fringe paths. Yes. What they are is because they don't want any access. They didn't never want any access to all their other worlds to the big system. And to explain to folks who are unfamiliar, the 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 fringe paths are just the Jeffrey's tubes yes. of of the Tremelin big system. The big system was basically your wish fulfillment. Go anywhere you want, whenever you want, get whatever you want. System. You could move. Yeah, folks, you could either move a carton of eggs from world to world, dimension to dimension, or take an entire planet to another dimension. That's what the big system could do. They shut that down during the Miller War to prevent massive transit. So if there is a smaller Minecraft system, they had interface worlds. Their sole purpose was to be the place where you come out of the big system onto, and then from there, you go into their system through their regulations and their controls. Yes. So, basically, so you know, so they were, there was this lend-lease or this trade between them. If it was a Meller, I mean, Tumelon, who built it, great. If it wasn't someone else, they look at the Tumelon system and said, you guys are just, like, you have no security whatsoever on your system. They look at the Tumelons and go, of course we do, you know. And they say, no, you don't. Not like we do. <laughs> and when the Tumelon War happens and the, and the Miller, Tumelon-Miller War happened and the Miller infested one of those uh, interface worlds, they clo they turned off access, Try to figure out, can we spot the Miller? If we can't, we just reset the world. We take care of the problem. Oh, 
Oh, <laughs> just wipe them out. Yep, there'd be a lot of people dead, but you know what? They're all from the they're all from the Tamelaran system. Good riddance. Yeah, I would think that. Okay, I got real quick. I got this. Let's say you have that because of the Mellor War, the Minecraftian cosmology, whatever you've decided to call it. That what you call the interface worlds? Yeah, interface worlds into the Minecraft multiverse. Okay, they're gonna shut that down because once they real once the Minecraftians, whoever created the world, let let's say for the purposes of this that it wasn't the Termelon that made the Minecraftian worlds. It is some other we can call them the admins or whatever. Notch. The admin. The what? Notch. Notch made Notch? it. Notch made the okay. Minecraft world. Okay, Notch. <laughs> Notch is gonna sit there and look, I don't want this damn war spilling over into my things. They'll shut them down. Something can kick in relatively recently, a glitch or something left over from the Mellor logic bomb. Or someone's, you know, just, someone's just curious, what's going on? Yeah, right. And a, a switch is flipped, and all of a sudden, here's this whole new interface, and you know, and just all of a sudden, here all this is, and we're finding out that there's a whole other cosmology out there of this these types of worlds. But yeah, I would see that they'd shut them down just for uh, protecting themselves during the war. Yeah, because like I said, they viewed the Tremelon systems being laissez-faire and unsecure. You know, yeah. From their point of view, it is laissez-faire and unsecure. The big system, you could do wherever you want. Literally. Well, it, well, as long as you were a Commonwealth world, uh, you could literally, you could call, I, you know, I need, I need, a, I need a thousand workers. So you put out a call and a thousand quellers show up and you start building something. Yeah, all right. But, I mean, that's not the same thing as doing something that will have obviously dangerous consequences, like putting two worlds right next to each other. Yeah. Yeah. There's probably some I, I'm pretty sure that those things would have been, you know, prevented unless somebody who had system-level access, like the Meller, decided to override those things and start doing stuff, which is why they shut the big system down. Yeah. Because yeah. the people that they were fighting were basically their most trusted workers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we only know of you know of only three of the workers, of uh, through the uh, through the through the rhymes we know of the well, we know of the the Meller, uh, we know about the Queller, and from one of the rhymes there's the Sneller. Those are only three we know about. And who's to say that the, those are the just the the important ones? That the Tremelon may have had all sorts of constructs. Wait, well, hold it, stop. The Sneller. It's in one. Mm -hmm. of the, it's in one of the stanzas. Yes. <laughs> Yes, we'll probably never know. Lost yeah. me about ten minutes ago. Yeah, but you know, but as we, as we, you know, and but yeah, I think you know, as Bruce said, yeah, this horse has been well tenderized. No, 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 hold no, on yet, a second. You got, okay, you got some points you want to bring up? All right, I have a list. Okay, I have a list here. Okay, read, read, reading of the list, Bruce. All right, oh. these are my these are my questions. <laughs> looking over the wiki that came up. All right. Okay. All right. First of all, okay, can you? Can you carry water blocks or magma blocks? No. Okay. It's just because it seemed like, hey, just take these no. things, stack them on a truck, take them somewhere. That you would be kind of useful. The, it's you one, can't carry those blocks. All right. You can only carry them in okay. buckets. So you go in, I mean, we know in, in the computer world, you do right, you right click and you bring up, you know, your inventory, you do whatever. Okay. How, 
What do you do? Okay, how do you actually put something in your pocket? How do you bring up all these menus that are necessary for crafting, you know, if you're in this world? How do you do these things? What's that look like, John? Crafting, I'm going to use the interface they used in the Minecraft story mode game. Basically, you have a crafting table and you put the items on the ta- on the table and they form the item magically. You know. Okay, but I mean, how do you, you know, like, how do you know what you got in your pocket? That's yeah, that's a good question, and I never. I would. I'm gonna go with something I keep seeing in fanfic. In fanfics, that sometimes sometimes is a lot of visualization. Yeah, you sort of know what you got in your inventory. You, you sort of basically you might stick it in a pocket. Or something, or it might look like you're sticking in a pocket, but you're sticking in the, well, lack of a better term, I, I guess like a, a hammer space type thing. Yeah. I mean, it's the only way you can, the only way I can see you sticking a stack of 64 gold blocks in your pocket. It's going into hammer space. And you kind of visualize it. It's You sort of got <laughs> in your head. You know where things are. Right. It's like looking for a specific item inside a bag of holding. Yeah. You sort of know where everything is. Oh, do we want... Sort oh. of, you focus on that particular item when it comes to the, right to the top of the stack, basically. Oh, and one thing I would turn off, Pixie, would be vacuum mode. If you're playing a game and you walk past a bunch of stuff laying on the ground, it gets pulled into your inventory. No, 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 no. You have to actually pick that stuff up. Yeah, yeah. I'd turn off vacuum mode. It would not be a feature in, in this in this version of Minecraft. You have to li- literally go down and grab the item, put it in your inventory. Grab the yeah, item. That's, put- a, that's, a, that's a game mechanic thing. Yeah. yeah. But can you imagine what that would be like in, 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 quote, real life? Okay, you're walking down the road, and all of a sudden you're like, I can't put this in my pocket. It's and full- then you start pulling out everything that's in your pocket to see what's actually in there. And you're like, where did this come from? I didn't put this in here. What is, I, you know. It's like, I, I, it's full I of sticks. I'll run off somewhere yeah, because exactly. from yeah. something and then go, what? How did I pick these up? You know, why do I have all this used toilet paper? Yeah. <laughs> why do I have all, all this cut grass in my pockets? Exactly, because you walked by it, it just sucked it in. You weren't paying attention. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, that would be a that would be a, a funny. Th- it'd be funny the first time it happened. Okay, that'd be like something you might let happen in that world where you've got like one of those uh, architects because he could turn it off. Yeah. Whatever place else you wouldn't want to actually do that. Yeah, it's yeah. I would see. So vacuum modes turned off, so you never vacuum yeah. stuff up. You have to literally pick it up by hand. Though some tools you can make with some of the mods have what's called magnetic mode, which will pull stuff to that, you. Nope, yeah. That off. Right. And 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 really, you know, I've I've I mean, I have a game. Uh, I have a mod in um, uh, Fallout Four that's called Auto Loot, and it can auto be loot. auto it, loot mods are fun. There's hardly any of them. But uh, and I, and I, I, in Fallout Four, but it's really great, except when you want to get rid of something. You can't throw it away. You can't throw it away. <laughs> as soon as you drop it, it gets sucked right back into your inventory. I know. I actually, you know, so I, I won't go into the it's, it's, uh, the the Shaggy Dog story about that, but it was it yeah. was pretty amazing. You know how uh, all the trouble I had to go through just to get rid of something without turning it off. I had to, you know, ultimately you had to turn the 
the mod off and and go and then get rid of stuff, you know. But if you could, I guess, because uh, I mean, here you are. You take something out of your pocket. You're like, I don't want this. You throw it away, and before it gets, you know, like one, you know, uh, just as it leaves your hand, it disappears, and all of a sudden your pocket's full again. Yeah. <laughs> More than once, every Minecraft player has gone and gone to a workbench, built a chest, put it down next to him, and start dumping into the dang chest because he can't throw it away. You know, that's why you have that one. I can't bring myself to throw anything away. It's useful for something. I don't know what, but it's useful. It goes into the chest. I mean, if it's really useful, like more seeds. That's when you Here's the thing is that I I build my base and one room with which has the the crafting table, the, the the furnace and all that stuff. The rest of the room is filled with chests. Yeah. All along the walls. Yeah, that's pretty much that's pretty normal. I mean, that's what I do too, uh, or I use other storage mods, and I and they can hold more stuff, but you know, they only hold and one thing. Still, and then I built a vault at one time that had blocks of the special materials in it. <sighs> those are the, those are the days. <laughs> I'm gonna do it again. Yeah. I might make this a third floor thing. Yeah. Minecrafters, one thing we are, we all are, we are, we are a wee bit OCD because Minecraft really feeds into yes. that. Yeah. Of course it does. <laughs> Every crafting it's game like, is like that. But Minecraft, I think I'm going to make, uh, make my next one a a, a three floor thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I'm. Like, uh, yeah. All right, that's all the things I actually had on my list that weren't uh, things that you. You know, okay. that I was oh, yeah. going to bring I, up. I will point out uh, that you can only carry one bucket, uh, one bucket per sl- So if I, I, I have 36 slots in my inventory, I, I can only carry 36, 36 full buckets. Water, milk, lava. I can only carry 36. So I can't carry a stack of full buckets. I, only, I can carry a stack of buckets. but And buckets are unique even while empty and that you can only carry a stack of 16 empty ones. That's right, yes. Like eggs. You only carry 16 eggs. Eggs are fun. All right. Well, uh, I just want to bring up one more point to the GMs, which is is that how common are these um, worlds? Uh, if you look in the books about the percentage, it's basically there's um, it's a 1% chance of it being one of these more outlandish worlds, and then there's only a 2% chance of it being a uh, other space. So assuming that all other spaces were Minecraft worlds, okay? And when I and, and when I'm saying that, you, I want everyone to understand that I'm talking about a prime and eight alternates because that's all that these things talk about. You know, everything else is related to the prime. So that means that one out of every 556 nodes, you should expect to find one, either a prime or an alternate that's in other space. So that's how rare they are. So just... You know, I mean, play the game you want to play, but, you know, they're not supposed to be, like, common. You know, they're literally yeah. supposed to be as rare as hen's teeth. Yeah. So, you know. I mean, I mentioned the Bruce. I mean, you like a thousand. Now, you say, that's a lot. No, it's a thousand spread over a million, million worlds. So that's, I was the one uh, never, the don't even go there. Don't, don't even go there. Because, like I said, think about it in terms of you're going to run into one of these portals once every 556 nodes, not portals those yeah, yeah. okay so that's and that's, that's even rarer 
Oh yeah. no, it's it's this, this is what the numbers are, John. Okay, yeah. the, the math. Okay, so and and of course, you know how many were. I mean, that's all of the possible other spaces. So if you can think of a million different other spaces, that is one millionth of that. So you know, it just you just have to decide how you know uh, how many different kinds of alternate worlds you could be. And as I said in the uh, on the the the. Uh, uh, on our Facebook group that I always wondered, you know, back in the day, you know, and they said other spaces where the laws of physics are different, you know, and I was always like, uh, how do you do that? Where, what are these like? I don't understand, you know, how to, you know, and yeah. I thought, okay, we have a world that's an infinite plane. There's a world in which everybody's made out of soap bubbles and, and I, and a few things like that, you know, and, and you yeah, know, uh, something is- dark and Thulean, you know, but really these virtual, these worlds that we're trying to bring about that are based upon video game properties these truly are a better fit with the concept of another space. Yeah. And and that's and I'm glad we're doing this because there's a lot more other spaces, yeah. Well, a lot more variety than I would have expected. Oh yeah. And I, it's nice to have someone else do all the heavy lifting for you. Oh, you're welcome. Now, if you want <laughs> no, to... I don't mean you, John. I mean the guys who developed the, the video games. <laughs> that <laughs> but too. thank you for but yeah. I do thank you for your efforts oh, for yeah. doing this, for bringing these and saying, how can we yeah. do these? Because because I know out, out there, there's got to be people who said, well, you know, how many medieval worlds can we go to? Well, the other places, you know, it, are one of those things where you can have really, really crazy stuff. And uh, and, and that's and this and they and they can still make sense. Yeah, I would argue Bureau 13 is another space. Because magic, uh, magic, and magic and gods work there, and they beha- and physics aren't quite the same. Also, the Victorian Earth, they have weird science. They have things you can build. No, there. no, it, it's got to be more than that, John. It's got to be more than just you know. There's a few tweaks where some things so, happen that normally wouldn't happen. Now, I mean, I, 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 I might buy a, your Bureau Thirteen. Yeah. I don't buy. <laughs> I don't. I don't buy how you're trying to put lipstick on. Uh, uh, the uh, well, the Victorians. They are not that special. All right. Well, depends. No, Corbomite is an awful cool thing. Yeah, and Star Trek definitely is a other other space because it. Well, it's well, yeah. yeah that guys, yeah, it's, it's, it's a universe in which everybody suffers from chronic amnesia because they always forget about the really great idea they came up with last week. Yeah. <laughs> So Minecraft is a unique world where yes, there's a lot of things you can do whether you, you whether you subscribe that everything's modded or not. Uh, j- even just by itself, Minecraft it would be a cornucopia of just resources for other worlds, uh, as long as you get them to, get them to the other worlds in time. And that's up to your GM to decide how fast you can move things around. But they are interesting places to visit. Um, and yes, you can have adventures. And if your GM decides to have a more advanced world, more advanced adventures. There's always going to be something in that world you need to do. You know, you have a village being you have a village being attacked by zombies. Hey, you know, hey, that's what we do in 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 uh, Unia does. We protect innocents from from uh, from, from uh, attackers. And if a village is being swarmed by zombies, bring out the M16. Headshot, man. One shot, one kill on zombies with, with M16. <laughs> so, 
so take a look at this, and if you hey, give it, give Minecraft a look. It's a fun little game. Even if you just play it once or twice and go, well, I was punching trees, and that's all. It's still it's still an interesting game, uh, especially if you get into one of the uh, server worlds where you're going to interact with people. There's a lot of stuff out there. My, there are over eight thousand different mods for Minecraft. When I say there's there's a mod for it, there literally is a mod for it. But that's until next time. So take care and we'll see you next time. Yo, brothers, this was the TriTech Games Podcast. You know the drill. It's protected under the Creative Commons License 3.0. No commercial reproduction, no derivatives, and sucker. You best attribute this to the folks at TriTech Games. And if you don't, we'll be after your sorry butts. Cause we're some bad mothers.